0: Hey, good morning, welcome to Valley Guides podcast. Again, I find myself with an idea that I'm not sure where it heads. I'll revisit some of these and refine them a little bit in the future and probably rehash them, son, as we go, but let me just explore this with you for a second. I tell my students, you know, when I teach, I tell them that I don't plan on asking them any questions that I wouldn't expect them to know two years from now if I met them on the street. They always look at me with a little bit of surprise, and I tell you, it does make teaching a little difficult, because I have to think, why am I asking them this? I'm not here to play personal, trivial pursuit. I'm not here to show off. I do, however, cover a lot of material, and I know for a fact most of the material will not stick in long-term memory. So why bother? You know, I also read all the time, and I'm surprised if I could even recall a tenth, maybe, of the total of what I read. It's probably much less. So why bother? My kids ask me all the time why they need to learn geometry or chemistry or some ancient history. They see that my wife and I don't use this knowledge often, if at all, and they wonder, why bother? You know, and I bet because I said so, it's not a good enough answer. You know, personally, I didn't always read. I might have read three books before the age of 18. It just wasn't emphasized in my family, and I found ways around it. I cliff notes. I'd watch videos instead of reading. I'd watch movies back then instead of reading the book. Anything I could. Or I'd just get poor grades. But I made it through high school without reading uh, any book, actually, for school. I read three books I could recall on my own uh, for enjoyment. And I don't know. So when I got in the Air Force, I was 18, sitting in language school in California, and Captain Fritz changed everything. He was an Army officer. I was in the Air Force. We were multi-branch. We had a little bit of every branch in the class, and he heard me mention to somebody that I didn't read, well, Captain Fritz was a West Point graduate, and he was a leader, and he he didn't just get angry. He didn't just vent or talk to me. Actually, he didn't say anything at the time but he did act he bought a book and ordered me to read it now it might have been a joke but I didn't think he was joking And he's a captain and I was you know an E3 or third level up enlisted there was quite a gap there he said if I liked it I could thank him and if I didn't like it he'd drop it well the rest is history as they say I've lost touch with that Captain Fritz I still have his gift of reading it's quite a gift like I mentioned, I don't read to remember though. I read for the experience, for the enjoyment, for the change. Books change who I am and how I think. You know, there's a movie with about C.S. Lewis and in the movie there's a concept where one of the kids says that his father told him, we read so that we know we're not alone. I think about that often. but. I absorb ideas and concepts even though I won't remember the source or the exact detail. The flavor of life changes the more I read. My ability to learn, connect, and new ideas grows. My flexibility when faced with new opportunities also improves. I flat out have a higher quality of life because I read. A tree sapling will grow stronger when the wind blows. An ornamental tree that's been supported too long will break when the wind blows. It takes stress to strengthen. There's no way around it. Like so many things, too much stress is dangerous. The strongest tree will still fall over in a hurricane or a tornado, but some stress is required. My mind is not different. My mind grows stronger when stressed by new learning, reading, or experiencing. And I might not remember, but I am changed. I collect principles that are enforced as I learn. Many times, I'll be reading a book with no great insight. Maybe a little bored, and all of a sudden I stumble upon a really good idea. Was it worth reading 350 pages for one good idea? Yes. Absolutely yes. Could I have read the same good idea in one sentence by itself? You know, I don't have a specific idea in mind, so maybe, but I don't think so. I think I need the context of the book to get ready for the idea to be planted in fertile ground. You know, dish to me it cold, dish to me cold, and by itself, I don't remember, I don't think it would stick. There's one example of a book called Scribbling the Cat by Bo Fuller. You know, there's Alexander, I think is the uh, actual first name. I think it was a woman, too, I think it goes by Bo, but I could be wrong. But Scribbling the Cat is a good example. I can't remember much about the book itself. I had to look it up to get the author's name. But I do remember something from the beginning that stayed with me for many years. She would flew back from Africa and she felt like part of her soul was still there. She said she should have taken a slow boat and allowed her soul time to catch up. There's more to life than speeding up. All right, she is. So why bother? I bother because life is an adventure with many surprises and struggles and enjoyments. And when the moment comes, When you're standing there and it's happening, you will live as the person you are at that moment. You don't get a do-over. You don't get to hit pause and wait and prepare to enjoy the moment. I read, I learn not to prepare for a certain future, but to prepare for any future. I read for the fun of it. I read for the joy of it. I read for the fruit of it. Teaching is similar. I guide the students through a lot of material to give their souls time to catch up. By the end of the semester, they will have changed. Their opinions on the subject will be influenced by the material. They won't remember much of the details at all, but when the moment comes, they will have a better sense of what to do. Could they have gotten there if we'd just given them a pamphlet with here's the 10 things you'll actually remember? I don't think so. I teach because together we change. I'm also not the same at the end of the semester. I push my kids to do well in subjects they may never see again for the same reason. They are developing a mental muscle. They are building a foundation to live a life. As they progress, they will narrow in on what brings them joy. I ask them to find a struggle, a mystery that they like. We all must work, and it isn't always fun, but I do hope it's the type of unfun that you enjoy working on. Pick a fight you like. Again, this is Greg from Valley Guides Podcast. Reach out and say hi. I do enjoy the interaction. Thank you.